do design decisions involve value judgments? Andy Halliwell has gone and posted this question on LinkedIn as part of our redesigning D&T project and debates. I think this is a really tricky one to answer and our expert group felt that it was an important question that needed debating. Do design decisions involve value judgments? I think firstly, I'd be saying, what do you mean by a value judgment, a values judgment? And maybe in your response to Andy's question, you'll explore what you understand and what your views are of what value judgments are and then whether they actually impinge on or affect the design decisions that designers make and also that children make in D&T lessons. So do join the debate. We're always open to conversation and discussion on this. But for now, on to the next episode. This is the Talking D&T podcast, episode 102. Welcome to the Talking D&T podcast with me, Alison Hardy, a podcast for anybody interested in design and technology education, where I'll be sharing news, views, ideas and opinions about D&T. I might have mentioned it in a recent podcast or in the last couple of months that I've submitted the manuscript for the Debates in Design and Technology second edition book. That was a big cheer back in March for me and all my contributors. So thanks very much to them. It's been great fun working with a different group of people. Some of the some some of the same from the Learn to Teach book, but you know some some new people, people that I had not met before, and so that's been really exciting. That those sixteen chapters are now in, and some of those chapters are kind of controversial topics. And hopefully when people get hold of the book, which should be out later in the year, I'm still waiting to hear from Routledge about when that will be, that it will it will cause some debate and people might disagree with the opinions that the contributors make in the book. I've shared, if you sign up for my newsletter, at a, a link to the abstracts for the book, um, but I'll put in the show notes for this episode a link to the table of contents so you can see all the headings and who the authors are for the different chapters. Um, it's, it's been good fun to put it together. I've, I've risen to a challenge that I had um, from Rose Sinclair about looking at the diversity of the authors and making the chapters more inclusive. So this time there are more international authors from an edition one. You know, things have moved and changed since edition one that was done by Gwyneth Owen Jackson, and which I had the privilege of being part of that book. And it was great to work with Gwyneth and, and learn from that experience of being edited by a fantastic editor such as Gwyneth. Um, but that book was published quite a few years ago now. And so in the second edition, things have shifted, particularly, as I say, in terms of the diversity of the contributors. So I've had the honour to work with Mishak Gumbo, who's from South Africa, and he's written a chapter about teaching for technological justice, embracing indigenous designs. And some of you may have picked up on the article that I've done for the Design and Technology Association's Practice Magazine in England about how do we do race in D&T. And reading that chapter that Mishak wrote has, has really challenged my thinking. Um, and so I would encourage people when they get the book to engage with that one. 
they may well kind of think, well, what's what's in this for me? Well, that's a really easy position that we could take, particularly if we're white. But actually, Meshach's perspective um, is beautifully written, beautifully presented, but challenges our view of what technological knowledge actually looks like. And so from that, that also leads to the how do we do race in D&T chapter, worked with loads of people on that. And, and some people might not agree with some of the issues and the things that we've raised in that chapter. You know, how do we do race in D&T? And it's not as simple as representation. There's a number of different ways we can do this. And, and how do we do that? And should we do that? And so these leads us on to thinking about some of the uh, more challenging chapters in the book. So one from David Spendlove about why did design and technology fail? And one from Matt McLean, which is almost the counterpart to this, about what's so special about design and technology anyway. Although David doesn't claim that DNT isn't special. He's just presenting some different views about why the subject has failed. We might want to disagree with what we mean by failed. Um, and I know there's an awful lot of work happening in England at the moment to challenge some of the position that design and technology has found itself in to kind of work on justifying why design and technology is an important subject as part of a general education for all children. I think that's where Matt's chapter comes in. And so the reason I'm talking about these chapters is because, well, for two reasons, is one, I'm starting to think ahead about um, the book coming out. So, yeah, the usual self-promotion here about about getting the book out. Um, but let's be clear, I'm not going to get rich on the royalties from any of these books that we're publishing. But it's just to say that it is good to get these books out and to get good to get these different viewpoints out. But actually, how does it how does the debate happen beyond the book? Um, you know, people will read these. Now, I know they're on reading lists in universities. I was very excited to see when I went to the University of Limerick last week to work with colleagues there that the debates in design and technology book was on the reading list and on the bookshelf of colleagues that I worked with there. So that made me feel great. So when I go back next year, I'll make sure I take some of the second edition. But that's that's one place for it to be. And kind of it's natural that when you're studying to become a design and technology teacher, you read. Um, there is a myth among some publishers, not Routledge, the mainstream ones, um, that design and technology teachers don't read. I've, I've heard that has been said to some authors. I don't think that's true. We may not necessarily have it as normal in our culture. And I won't mention any of my colleagues in the University of Limerick who told me they don't read any fiction books. But it's one thing to read a chapter in a book that presents potentially a different view to you about an aspect of design and technology. But who do you talk to that about? And as I said, if you're in university or on a teacher training course and it's on the reading list and it kind of, it's kind of a natural thing to be doing, you, you need to do that to have that critical thinking. But where does that happen outside? It's great with um, Claire Vickery's D&T book club that she started in England. And I know that that's had a very positive response from many D&T teachers. But also, it's but it's thinking, you know, widen that. And as pe- building on the work of people like Claire, how do we kind of keep these debates going? So one of the things that I'm proposing to do with the book is to ask some of the contributors to uh, join me and others in a live debate about the topics in their chapter. So... 
I'm thinking about which chapters that might be. So that's why I've put the table of contents in the reading in the reading list. You can see I'm planning for next academic year at the university, planning on reading this. But if I put put it in the show notes, so take a look at that. And I'd be really interested to hear via social media or an email about which chapter you would want to be involved in a debate in or you'd want to hear a debate in. What I'm thinking of playing around with is myself, the contributors, and maybe somebody with a different view um, as hosting a, a live debate, recording it for a podcast, and that people could be in the audience and chip in questions and, and contribute to that debate. But I want to know which debates from the book you'd be most interested in hearing about. So have a look at the table of contents and let me vote know via social media. So that's that's the main reason of this week's podcast is to talk about that, is to actually engage that conversation, is to ask you what are you interested in hearing about um, and would you be interested in, in reading a chapter ahead of time to take part in those debates and, and let's kind of get these conversations going. Because I think there are some controversial questions that we do need to explore. Some of them are in this book and as I say in the conclusion to the book, these aren't all of the debates by any stretch. In fact, I had lunch with Eddie Norman last week. And for those of you who listen regularly to the podcast, you'd say, and what's new, Alison? As I do reasonably regularly meet Eddie for a lunch or a drink. And even during the lockdown, we did manage our Baileys in the run up to Christmas over teams. But anyway, we had a meet, had a meet up last week. It was really great to do that. We did that in Uppingham, chatted over lunch and chatted over what some of the questions are that we need to debate around the subject and as I said some of them are in this um, book but there are there are more and actually just over lunch I'm just looking at my notes we came up with 21 controversial questions that we need to debate about design and technology and I'm going to put a podcast in a couple of weeks out out in a couple of weeks about these different questions and asking you to then think about what other controversial questions do we need to talk about in DNT. So that's two things for you to think about is number one in the new debates book, which chapters do you want to be involved in a debate with or hear a debate about? And secondly, what other questions that we still need to debate and talk about in design and technology to reach some consensus what are the what are the big issues that we need to get out there so that's just some food for thought for you um getting involved in a conversation and let's ask some difficult questions to kind of move the move the subject forward as it should be because it does what it says on the tin it's about design and technology so let's apply some of our designerly thinking and take some of our design approach to resolving some of these questions and exploring some of these questions about what makes design and technology the subject that it is. So as usual, thanks ever so much for listening. You can find me in all the usual places on social media, either as Alison Hardy or Hardy underscore Alison. You can find me via my website, dralisonhardy.com. If you like listening to the podcast, please do think about leaving a, a, a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from, because that does help people find the podcast. And also, if you want to just leave me a message about the podcast, then please do use the speak pipe function that's on the show notes where you can actually leave me a, a voicemail message and I might play that out in a future episode. Thanks for taking the time to listen. What are the debates? What do we need to talk about? And do you want to be involved in those debates? That's my challenge for you this week.
You've been listening to the Talking DT podcast with me, Alison Hardy. You can connect with me on Twitter at Hardy underscore Alison. Show notes and transcripts for each podcast episode can be found on my website, alisonhardy.work. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.